0: Welcome to a special Loon Dive here on Sound of the Loons. This is Steve McPherson. I'm here in Seattle with the team for the final game of the regular season, Decision Day, Minnesota United against uh, the Seattle Sounders, playing for that second seed in the Western Conference. Uh, and I had a chance to sit down with a couple different players. We're going to hear from Ethan Finlay. We're going to hear from Michael Boxall. We're going to hear from Vita Minone. Um, I sort of wanted to take this opportunity to look back at the season. And one of the things that I have always sort of been interested in is how teams um, or groups, anybody working together with other people uh, on things, how they sort of coalesce and, and how a team goes from uh thinking this looks this seems pretty good to becoming a real unit to having that moment when you think man we can actually do something here this is there's something special going on uh which has clearly been the case for minnesota this 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 season getting into the playoffs for the first time in in their mls history and so uh we'll start with ethan um i i i posed the question to him was there a moment uh during the season, after a result, after a win, uh, maybe aside from a win, or was it something that started earlier in the season? Uh, just a growing sense that, that something special was going on here, and, and what was that moment? Let's hear from Ethan. Yeah, I think
1: the first moment for me was in the off-season moves that we made. Ike Opara, Ozzy Alonso, adding Vito in. Uh, we didn't know... You know how good he was going to be obviously and he's been tremendous especially this last month here um so that was the moment i think i saw it on paper from there it was probably sometime midsummer uh, when we started going on a little bit of the run in open cup when i looked around in the locker room and i said you know we just had our depth, or our depth uh, tested and when our depth got tested during that summer period where we had guys away for international duty we had some guys out on injury that's when i said okay we, we you know we're good we're good enough to make the playoffs and we're good enough to make a run and we saw that with the Open Cup run that we made, obviously, deep right into the finals. And, uh, and then obviously sitting in second place here today and, uh, you know, guaranteeing a playoff spot and hoping to have a home playoff game. So, you know, to me, you know, there's not a single moment that I like can like sure. pinpoint to, but that summer run that we went on, uh, with the Open Cup results and then you know sprinkling in some of the, the MLS Cup results, I always think that's where you can separate yourself from the pack. Uh, every team that I've been on, whether we have made the playoffs or not, it's always been that little summer stretch. Can you can you maintain your spot? Can you gain some spots in the table? And
0: I thought that you know this year we did that really well. Yeah, because there's that sense I think, and I think this happens across a lot of sports during the seasons where there's like that first set of games, and maybe some team jumps out to a hot start or some team starts slow, but then you go through that sort of dog days of the season whether it's in summer or not but where you sort of have to make things happen i was thinking about that uh that game against montreal impact away Mm -hmm. where it was a rotated squad on the road and obviously montreal didn't wasn't looking great at the time but to win on the road with that squad i felt like that was sort of one of those things where i thought you know, seeing some of those guys like Chase start getting opportunities and things like that. Some of the young guys adding something into the squad at that point. I thought that was sort of a moment that I thought, hey, this is there's something here.
1: Absolutely. I think it's a good one. Uh, I think it's one that you, you'll definitely point to. You already, you know, said Chase. For me, it was kind of Mason's coming out party a little bit yeah. as well. Um, you know, we, as composed as he was in that moment, we hadn't really seen that um, right. in a game. Uh, you know, you'd seen glimpses of it in training, but to see him do it in the game, you're like, whoa, okay, here we go. Uh, the way he took that first goal. So, yeah, I mean, that that was a huge moment, absolutely on the road. You know, I, I thought our our, our road uh, record, while I don't know it uh, 100% here right now today, is probably one of the best in the league. One of the better ones in the league, I would think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just the first five games uh, of the year obviously, on the road, and had a really nice start to, to the season on the road. It got results right away. Absolutely. Gate, Absolutely. So. so, like, it was that moment where it was like, okay, here we go. Like, we're off to a flying start. And then you had the lull, like you just touched on. Yeah. And then I think it was that summer period. And Montreal is one of them. I think the Kansas City game was huge for us, Open Cup game. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, you know, uh, you know, Darwin hadn't really – you know, exploded yet. Angela was kind of needing some confidence. Myself was needing some confidence. So for the three of us there to get on the score sheet and and just have an offensive game where we just were a juggernaut, creating chances, scoring goals, I thought that was really big for our offensive period in that time. And I think down the stretch here, you've seen, like defensively, we've just been rock solid. And Mm -hmm. the guys that, you know, we touched on earlier, like, you know, just have stepped up. Just as, you know, you hoped that they would. That's the reason you brought them in. It's the reason that uh, that you made the moves that you did. So... uh,
0: why we're sitting here in a good spot today. Yeah. There was sort of that sequence of results. I think Montreal falls in the middle of it, but that beating San Jose at home and that three, three, one, mm-hmm. which was a very, I remember feeling it was a very professional win in the sense that it wasn't just hanging on to that two, one result. It was getting that authoritative three, one result going on the road and winning against Montreal and then facing New Mexico in, in the open cup and just taking it to them. Yeah. And that's sort of, you sort of see these games like come back to back to back and they're each a little different. I feel like in, in previous years, sometimes you'd see a good game, but then follow it up with a disappointment and then, or then you have like one fluke, you're like, no, this is how it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. This season, it felt like there was sort of a, a building on successes. I mean, obviously there's times where a, you drop a game that happens, but sort of a building on successes as the, as the season goes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the New Mexico game is an easy trap game to be like, yeah. okay, you know, you get into a dogfight with them, and it was a dogfight, right? They, they score first, and you're like, you're looking around, and you're like, wait, what's happening here? Uh, but the reaction was really important, and that's what I'd say, you know. Even if we've dropped a game after some good performances and had a poor performance, I think the response, whether it's been in the game or through the following game, the mm-hmm. following week, has been really good. And you look, the teams that are successful in this league are the teams that are able to respond with adversity. Um, and I think that we, that's been no different for this, uh, this year. Now you could say there's you know, been some results that have packed onto each other maybe, uh, but then you get a big response, you know, open cup final for example deflating loss yeah huge response taking out lafc yeah oh you know what i mean that we like that's a that's a an emotional roller coaster in and of itself Mm -hmm. so for our response there to do that on the road after being on the road and losing open cup final biggest game for the club to date i thought that was huge and to me that's been kind of our pedigree this year the ability to respond whether it been you know in the moment in the game or the following week uh so i I, i've loved to see the fight of this group i think we're the We're a really, really tough team to break down. And when we get nasty and get in the trenches, It's not a team that I want to be playing against. That's for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. the The only other the one the the other thing I wanted to call out, which is one of the first things that came to mind in thinking about this, was the back to back wins over the Portland Timbers at home because you know two different competitions. You know, I don't know I don't know how much that matters game to game, but you know to sort of oh it it matters, it definitely matters, yeah, it matters. (laughs) (laughs) And then to go to the final out of that out of that out of that Timbers game, but I felt like, especially as a team that it was the first team that Minnesota United played in MLS, like. We got pants, to put it not too lightly, (laughs) in that first game. You know, and Portland was always one of those class of the league teams, Mm -hmm. and they've had their struggles this season. But, you know, to have them come into Allianz Field, that was one of those moments where I felt like Allianz Field is becoming a fortress, you know.
1: To me, if you look at that moment for those two franchises, from that moment on, they've been in a dogfight just to get in the playoffs, and we've been kind of riding our way up. Yeah. Um, That was a huge moment, and you kind of saw – what that weekend, that week of results, that four days of results, how that kind of changed the trajectory of those yeah. two teams for 2019. Now, granted, Portland is still in a playoff situation this year, but, you know, they need to go into the last day and win a game, obviously, to, to make it there. But it, it's dramatically changed, um, you know, both clubs. And, uh, you know, uh, what I love about it is I thought we went for both games. You know, we, we tried to put out our best lineup. We tried to put up lineups that, that we thought we could win both games. Um, we didn't prioritize maybe one versus the other. Right. I mean, I really felt that. I think that's what was preached going into it. So to see us, you know, not say okay, we're going all in for the Open Cup necessarily, um, and kind of give up the the, the Sunday game essentially, uh, I thought was extremely important. And that was a hard fought game back and forth to get a a great a great late victory there, obviously. And then you know, coming in, it's hard to beat a team twice, whether you're home or away. It's hard to beat a team twice. So. You know, there's, there's a lot of little moments like we're talking about. I, I probably generically summed it up by that summer period. You know, I cheated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the more and more you keep bringing up these moments, uh, th- there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And that's why I say it, it, it's been about the response. Anytime they look like, oh, gosh, okay, here, this is where Minnesota United's going to trip up. That's right. what everyone was saying, right? There's yeah. no way they can sustain this. At every moment, at every door, I feel like we've been able to answer that call when when we've been down and
0: and doubted. Yeah. One more thing. I was talking to to Ian Fuller a little bit about this uh, last night also. And he was talking about uh, sort of uh, over a longer period of time also, but the emergence of those, of the younger guys, Chase and, and Hassani and Mason, as sort of, I mean I like what Howie put it. He said it sort of added a sort of spice to to the team in a way because you brought in, you know, these veterans and you need the veterans there for that stability, that understanding, that that presence on the field and that presence in the locker room. But to have a couple of young guys, you know, having their careers take off, I feel like that's a really important component of just the feel of the team this season.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, credit to those guys because they've like really stepped up and taken the opportunity. But I also think you know, a credit to the staff and saying, okay, you know, they've won their, their jobs. They've won their minutes. They've deserved them. They've earned them. Um, you don't see that all the time, right? Because like you said, you know, you bring in veterans, you bring in experienced guys, you bring in high priced players possibly, and you feel the obligation that, you know, these guys are the ones that should play. This guy has the experience. Right. Um, so I, I think, you know, a testament to those guys and obviously to the staff of, you know, recognizing that, um, you know, I think there was, probably a period I'm sure I I wasn't in those meetings, but where we were looking probably at making a big, you know, move for a left back, obviously when we, when we uh, traded Calvo away, there was questions that, that were being asked of that position. And I think to, to have a guy that you were able to draft and chase and kind of to shore up that spot. And now you look at it from a a longevity standpoint, you you hope you have a, a good future left back for, for years to come. And Hassani obviously has just made a great name for himself as a midfielder and You've seen it even with, you know, it's not his rookie year, but Mason. Right. You know, these are players that, you know, we just identified three players that at the start of the season. I, I'd be lying to you if I said they were going to be key contributors. Right. Um, I, I, and that's no disrespect to them. It's it just what where they were at in the depth chart at the start of the year. So a testament to those guys because it, you, need, you need players like that to step up. You need players to almost, you know, play play over their contract, uh, uh, play over their experience and their age. And those three have been tremendous in doing that for us this season. And we, you know, we honestly wouldn't be in the situation we are if it wasn't for, for their performances over the, uh, the course of the
0: season. Yeah, Hassani is uh, one of those guys where I've said it before on the podcast that like when he was drafted, I was sort of barely paying attention by that point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, second round, maybe he'll, maybe he'll get signed. Yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I won't even meet him, you know. Yeah. And then for him to come out and, and yeah. do what he's done this season. Is he's an easy so. guy.
1: He's an easy guy to rally behind. Yeah, And I'll tell you, uh, you know, when he came in, I just remember being, like, very quickly, I thought the same thing. Oregon State, you know. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know many guys coming out of – good guys coming out of there. last guy I know was, you know, pretty solid guy was Kyrie Shelton that I remember, Mm -hmm. Um, who's now playing in Bundesliga, so he's done all right. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, you know, we'll see kind of thing. And then he showed up, and I was like, this guy was playing at Oregon State? Like, he wasn't in, like, a top Pac-12 school kind of thing, you know? Like, and and that just kind of shows you, you know, people just – develop maybe later they didn't get an opportunity and they weren't seen i mean he stepped in from day one in all honesty in preseason and was able to play mm-hmm. with the big boys i took it physically technically and he's continued to develop obviously it's not bad when you have a guy like ozzy Alonso to to learn from sure you know, this guy's got all the tricks and trades uh <laughs> of the of the game so he um you know he's great to to obviously learn from but i mean hassani has been an, an incredible surprise to me and i think many so
0: yeah all right well ethan I'll let you, I'll let you get back to it. Alrighty, All righty. Thank thanks you a lot. Michael Boxel. Thanks for joining me here on sound of the loons. Thank you for having me. So, um, I have never been on a good sports team. Uh, I was on some really terrible little league <laughs> baseball teams. Um, but I have been in some good bands Okay. and I think that in any band you play some shows, you sort of figure stuff out, but there can be a point where you play a show and you look at each other and you go, Hey, you like, this something. is special. This yeah. is something here. And I know that I've talked to a lot of the guys about, you know, the season and, and, and talking about just even coming into the preseason, it was clear from the additions of, you know, Aiko Para and Ozzy Alonso that there was mm. sort of a, a different mentality and, uh, you know, about the team as it started. But was there also some point beyond simply going, we have a, a good squad, like a result or a moment in a game or after a game that you thought, this,
2: is, this team's got something? Yeah, I think for me... Obviously when all the new signings came in and you're not sure what to expect from Jan or Vito or uh, Romain at at the very first couple of weeks of preseason, you're not sure. But then I think on our second camp when we were down in Orlando and we actually played against some decent MLS teams, New York City, Orlando, and I think New England was the other team. I think we beat all of them and were fairly comfortable in those matches. I was like, okay, this this season's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a lot more fun. And that's when I kind of realised that we had potential this year, and then obviously we started the season fairly well with the with the five games on the road, and then um, hit a bit of a, a few snags. And that's when, like, I guess the honeymoon period was kind of over. It's like, okay, we've got good players, but we need, still need to to find our groove. Using your band analogy, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah, we still need to to iron out a few kinks, and I think through the through those weeks of probably April, May, we kind of slowly figured it out, and then um, I think that big stretch through June where we were undefeated for a f- for a few games, we that's when we kind of really found our footing.
0: Yeah, that um, I was talking about this with with, with Ian Fuller also that. Th- you know, that that first stretch on the road, there were some some good results in mm-hmm. there, and then everybody was excited to get into Allianz Field, but that, at first, Allianz Field didn't even really quite feel like a home field advantage in some ways, because mm-hmm. it was just so new. Yeah, like, sure. even the crowd itself was sort of learning when yeah. to go and sort of when to support, and the, the supporters have almost sort of gotten into form over the course of the season as well, so those mm-hmm. sort of early results that were, you know, draws and things like that, yeah. th- that it took a little while for it to click. Was there, was there an Allianz Field game, you think, that was sort of... The <laughs> like a turning point moment. I sort of think back to like, one of the first ones I remember feeling was like, this is this is hitting all, on all cylinders, was the the win over SKC in the Open Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, especially given SKC's history in the Open Cup and and Minnesota United's history with that team, to win 4-1 against them sort of felt mm-hmm. like, oh, this is sort of like a coming out party in some
2: ways. Um, I mean, wow, all, all that seems like so long ago. It's ancient <laughs> <laughs> It
0: does, it really does. We were discussing um. this as well, <laughs> like how long ago all this stuff seems. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
2: (laughs) Yeah, because I think the home opener, that was... I mean, emotionally for me, that was so much going on. It's like you're trying to take in so much, but then you've also got to play a football match. Um, Right. Which, I mean, and that was a crazy game in itself. Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to think which, which of our first home games actually felt like, okay, this is... We have to protect this field. We have to and we're like in sync with the fans. And obviously I, I didn't, I was on the bench for a few of those earlier ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's hard to put a finger on one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, you know, cause like even the, the, the win over DC United, which was the first win, I the believe first.
2: yeah, Wonderwall. still
0: felt like, I mean, it was great to get that, that Wall yeah. out out of the way, but it sort of was like, it still, it still felt a little weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was also thinking about the, it, there was a couple different sort of like runs of games that I mm-hmm. was looking at. And actually, one of,
2: but no, I actually might agree with you though. I think that the open cup run yeah. did, did start it, I think. Cause even against that SKC team, we had, a, it was like a mix of starters, a mix of people who don't have right. started a whole bunch of games and. I think we, was, we still put on a really good performance. Um, yeah, put four past them. And then I think that was probably the start of the that, that unbeaten streak. Yeah, um,
0: it was either forward. there or the one there before or the that workouts. or something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. but that um, and then going to Houston and getting the result. And Houston on the yeah. road seemed big. And then yeah. I was talking with Ethan also, sort of along those lines of that SKC game. That win against Montreal on mm-hmm. the road with a rotated squad. Yeah was one that I sort of felt that was coming on the heels of beating San Jose 3-1 at home, which felt like, that felt like a very professional win to me, Mm -hmm. like watching it because it was, you know, being up 2-1 and then not just hanging on, but going to get that final goal to sort of like put the nail in the coffin there. but then going to Montreal and seeing like, oh, well, you know, seeing the, the, this, the crew that traveled and going, yeah. well, this isn't a first, you got to rotate guys, it's, you know, and things yeah. like that. But then, but then, yeah, then to you get you the see, result you was. I do see
2: comments from people say, oh, this is the starting limit. And I was like, oh, well, that's, they're just gonna take an out here and, and move on. But I think respect to like, because a lot of those guys hadn't featured a lot or at all, like the whole season. And then just to go, I mean, that's not an easy place to play Montreal. They've got some talented players and like every single one of those players stepped up and especially Mason that game, Mm -hmm. I think that's when we saw his his potential really come out and yeah, he was really on fire off then and then after that too
0: yeah and those those young guys um you know mason uh, he's not a rookie but Mm -hmm. you know he didn't get to play that much last year so and then chase and Mm -hmm. and Hassani um another thing i was talking to ian about that he was saying that he felt like you know bringing in the veterans is important it obviously it sets a tone in the locker room Mm -hmm. and a tone on the field and they have the experience they know how to do this but having those rookies sort of develop this season, really sort of brought a sort of like a, he, he phrased it as a spice to the team, like a sort of like you need some of those young guys coming up to be successful. That can really add something to just the feel of the team overall.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think with the, when you have the up and coming, obviously the are very talented players, very hungry to play. And when they bring that energy to training, it just, I think in some teams, when you do have older experienced players, who just start week in, week out, you can kind of, I wouldn't say take things for granted because we've obviously got great professionals in our team, but it does keep everyone on their toes in a sense. And, I mean, Hassani's been unlucky not to, I mean, he'd be good enough to start in at least 25 other teams in this league. Sure. Um, so for him, he's just unlucky here to be stuck behind Jan and Aussie at the moment. But when there's three in the middle, he's, I mean, there's, Ben where he's been one of our better midfielders, and I'm excited to see where this guy goes. He's obviously deservedly been included in the the US under 23, and if he gets to play at the Olympics next year, that'll be massive for him.
0: Yeah, that him uh, scoring that game winner to clinch the playoffs, Mm -hmm. I... I think, and I've said this before on the, on the podcast, but I blacked out. Like I was, <laughs> I, I try I to keep it tight, you know, in the booth yeah, and not yeah. get too excited. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're not in the press box, so it's, yeah. you know, we can be a little bit more effusive. But yeah. I had stood up. Because I felt like sitting down was making me too nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was standing up and I was even more jacked up. <laughs> and then when he scored that goal, I just, I, I made some noises, I'm sure. And yeah. then I had to kind of pull it back in. But, you know, it just, it was one of those great moments where I was like, it was, I'm so glad it happened. I'm so glad it was him in yeah. that moment.
2: No, I, I think it was couldn't be a better person to, to do that with how the clubs move forward and how he's going to be a big part of that. And obviously, during that big run, he was really instrumental in those games that he was playing and starting. And then obviously he, when Aussie was fully healthy when Romain came back from the Cup of Nations he kinda um not I guess sacrificed a little bit but But then the games when he's had to come on, we've had to fill in come on and give us a spark for the last twenty minutes and that's exactly what it was in that game when he yeah. <laughs> I mean, anytime he's like in the edge of the box and you just hear the crowd like in anticipation, just like yelling at him to shoot because yeah. they've seen what he can do. Right. It's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same as well. Whenever he takes a touch I'm, and then you see him sitting himself, you're like, this, there's another banger coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, mm-hmm. shoot. I mean, I'm up there going yeah. shoot. <laughs> so speaking of shooting it, um, I have to ask you about your header okay. uh, against LAFC. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those moments where you were so you got so free from everybody. Yeah. I thought it's there's got to be something wrong with this goal.
2: That's what I, that's what I thought too. And you kind of see my reaction <laughs> as I'm like picking up the ball. I'm like glancing <laughs> over at the flag. Um, but yeah, it was almost like like how we do it at training when we just practice the timing off off Jan yarn, Jan's run up and there's obviously we do it with no defenders. That's right. kind of what it felt like. But then. Kind of timed it so well that I got myself in between the ball and the goal. Like, so I'm facing the ball as it's coming to me, with the goal's behind me. Right. And then you kind of lose, lose touch of where the goal is. But I was like, I just need to get a touch on it somehow. And, yeah. Um, I know it's got a chance. So, uh, yeah. And then obviously just hoping that, that the flag stays down That I've timed it right. And fortunately it did. And, yeah. So is it just, is it
0: just like a moment of... Faith at that point when you go up and you're facing the wrong way, like you're just hoping for your sense of experience and you're just you're sort of your sense of spatial awareness to just because mm. you just get it right over Cisnega I think yeah. like right under the bar. Is
2: it just you're just hoping for? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> experience I mean, to work. <laughs> like your moment in the Hassaniga, I think once you're in there, you, I kind of like black out and it's just like instinct. It's yeah, like, yeah. Any touch should do the job and. Yeah, luckily it did.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, um when you get that you know, like I watched the the replay of it and you you know, you sort of track back for a second, and then cut inside mm-hmm. off the off the front line, like you're saying, like as if there's n- sort of no defenders there. Yeah. Um it's just so rare because I feel like a lot of times in set pieces you just everybody sort of collides, everybody goes up. You know the ball is coming into mm-hmm. an area and you need to sort of get to that area, but there's other guys there. Yeah. Um I mean it almost had the feel of like, uh, like a basketball play of mm-hmm. running off a guy and there's, there, I guess there wasn't really a screen, but they just sort of didn't get on you and then you just cut through like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, can't speak for the LAFC defenders, but um, obviously off corners it's difficult because I think me and I are pretty heavily marked and there's so many bodies there, it's tough to get free. I definitely prefer the wide free kicks because you've got free space to attack. Um, and then, yeah, obviously I just made that lateral run just to get yourself away from the defender and then there was a hole to, to run right through and I don't need a second invitation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, just to touch briefly on the last thing
0: here with, um, uh, you know, the game against Seattle coming mm-hmm. up here and this chance to, you know, get that home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like having this... Would you prefer to sort of know where you're going to be sitting going into the playoffs right now or do you like going to that final game saying, "We this is it. Like, we got, we got something to play for right now.
2: I think it, it feels like we've been in playoff mode for like, I don't know, at least a month. <laughs> like, every game, <laughs> probably longer, every game has yeah. been like a must win to stay in good position and then the last few weeks has been, okay, we need to finish top four and now we're like, okay, we're in second. We need to make sure we finish there. So I think we're... Everyone's in kind of playoff mode or has been already. So I think we're in that same for tomorrow. I think, yeah, we know we need to win because um, we know how, how dangerous we are at home. We're tough to beat at home. I think, was thinking about it the other day. Like, Of all the games we've played against the teams currently in playoff positions, so uh, I mean, before tomorrow it's going to be 11 games, I think we've lost two. At right. LA at Dallas, but then Dallas was like a heavily rotated squad. So yeah,
0: and that Obviously, win over Dallas at home was—I mean—one of the biggest.
2: That was speaking of big yeah, that wins was big like that. To,
0: for you know, for Vito's you know, last-second penalty save and yeah. like that. that so. The
2: last five minutes of that game was nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, that that got so loud. Obviously, even yeah, that, I don't know which was louder—the Dallas game at the end of the LFC when we're chasing, trying to get the, the, our second goal or after Hassani's goal. Yeah, Ike's standing like five five yards away from me and you're like, I'm yelling at him and he's like, <laughs> C- cannot hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's the level of, yeah, the decibels inside that stadium. It, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh,
0: yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so playing against those teams that you would end up facing in the playoffs and the success, yeah. you've only like lost last two games so far to those teams.
2: Yeah, I think obviously we want them at home because we want to reward our fans not only for the amazing sport this year but for me like the season and a half before that where I mean these guys are the best they they've shown up and supported us like through thick and thin through no matter what through some some tough tough games tough results Um, so I think they deserve to see some playoff games live so that's why we want to do it Um, but I mean it's football anything can happen so I but even if we do go on, have to go on the road, like I'm confident with this group of guys we got.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ethan was saying is like we didn't have the, the at hand the uh, the stats for road mm-hmm. games, but I mean especially compared to the last couple seasons, like yeah. Minnesota United on the road has been has been a tough out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 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 bad because it's. I mean the worst part for me is like when you're flying back, um, like the next morning from the game, and going through the airport, and people see you're obviously a your team and just waiting for the dirty questions like how'd you guys go and, like, <laughs> so I, yeah well, usually I'm just like all right headphones and I don't really have to be listening to anything it's just like universal <laughs> of code for don't talk don't to talk me. to me yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's 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 grim I've been on a couple road trips that you where the, the team is lost and it is yeah. the the mood on that bus mm-hmm. the next day is not uh, yeah it's not good no it's not great so. which is uh, but the, you but
2: that's good, mm-hmm. you don't want people to not feel it. No, exactly. right. So. No. so yeah, those definitely hurt. And even the games that we have lost on the road or like this year, they do hurt a lot. And but uh, thankfully this year has been, hasn't been as many. Right, it's been a little bit happier on the yeah. bus generally. So,
0: <laughs> Well, Michael Boxall, thanks for joining me. No, absolute pleasure. All right, Vito Manone, thanks for joining me here on Sound of the Loons. Um, I'm talking to guys about sort of the the team's evolving sense of itself over the course of the season. So I I wanted to start by asking if you feel like there was sort of a moment during the season that you yourself sort of felt like this team might have something special and why is it your stoppage time penalty save against Rito Ziegler? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it's
3: it's been a good evolution. To be honest, since I stepped in the club, I I thought it was... uh, It was gonna be a good year, I don't know. I had this feeling straight away, the new stadium, meeting the fans, you know, first uh, five games on the road have been really good, good results. And already we achieved something that hasn't been achieved in the previous years. And, uh, you know, getting clean sheets on the road and getting the points straight away on the board. And uh, that gave us the first boost. Second boost was opening the Allianz field, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit weird uh, on the opening day, but uh, since then I thought we progressed really well as a team. And um, as I always say, different moments, different wins help you to grow your confidence as a as a team and uh, help you along the line, you know, to grind some results. mm mm-hmm. And like uh, you mentioned one, which is the Dallas one, it's uh, at home, you know, we, we've we been under pressure a little bit. We we scored the goals that we needed to score and then we defended for our lives. And uh, yeah, it happens to be that, you know, it's a special moment. So it's a special moment for myself, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a special moment for the team, I think, because... Uh, it's just a kind of boost that you can not reproduce and in any other way, uh, you know, it's a save on the 92nd minute last kick of the game, right. and, uh, you know, it gives you that adrenaline and it gives yeah. the fans the adrenaline to to achieve the impossible right. and uh, I thought we already did fantastic, fantastically well to get to the final of the cup, that was another historic moment. But mm-hmm here we are, one game to go and it's, uh, you know, playoffs, we wanna finish as high as possible and uh, why not reproduce this moment uh,
0: in our fortress again? Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the, the some of the other guys have talked about, um, uh, I talked to Ethan and, and Boxy already today and talking about that, getting those results on the road being big and then opening Allianz field and getting some results there and then having to sort of weather that first, I don't, slump is not right. The team's never been below the playoff line, but sort of after that initial burst of energy, you know, you sort of had to get through a, a, a couple, like a little rough stretch there. Um, but also some of the results have built on each other in a way that I think hasn't happened for the team in the past. I mean, I know this is your first season here, but I think before we would sometimes see a good result, but then it not carrying forward. But this year, it really feels like following that, I'm going to say it's a fallow stretch of losing a couple games. When that streak started with The open cup uh i think that's sort of about where it begins um of of unbeaten games what is i mean obviously good results you want them to build on themselves but is there a key to getting a good result to 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 build on itself going forward
3: listen you always learn from the bad results too it's uh you know as bad as it sounds is you learn from it you learn your own mistakes and you you try to improve and you know, the coaching staff, I guess they learn a lot about the team in in those moments. And uh, you try and change and try to find the perfect formation and perfect personnel to deliver again. And this, uh, you know, it, we, we had a couple of games as well. It's been really tight and we lost by nothing. Right. It was margins. So you just don't dwell on it and uh, you try to work hard. And uh, we, I always felt this team had a, a kind of reaction all season around. We lost one. The next one, we really go out and trying to come back. We lost the final. Right. It could be a really. Trust me, I've been, I've been losing a final another 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 time. Sure. And, uh, and it felt really really hard on on my previous team. You know, my previous club I was a Sunderland, and uh, we almost took one month and a half to recover from uh, mm-hmm. losing a final. Right. This team has gone, you know,
0: bounce right back against. Bounce LAFC, right back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's that's that's the secret of uh, a positive team and a, a team who wants to, you know, achieve something. And we already achieved the playoffs, which is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a great thing for the club and for everyone. But uh, we want more. Yeah, we want more and more and more. So <laughs> it's it's not time to to think what. Uh, you know what went wrong because many things went right sure, this, this yeah. season and uh, we want to stay positive and uh, you know try to deliver tomorrow um, but as I said it's, uh, it's been games where if, uh, if I think about the losses we kind of learn from it and yeah uh, Turn the page and try to re- to to react the next uh, next the next yeah. game.
0: Yeah, So you were talking about uh, your experience with Sunderland. Obviously, you've been in a lot of different squads in your in your uh, career with different players. How does how does this team compare to some of those squads? Like as it's sort of you know evolved over the season for you?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to compare every every team is. Uh, it's different, you know. Sure. You got different personnel, different characters. You got different players. So, uh, in this season, I could tell, you know, uh, we got we got a very mature team. Uh, we got a team who, who, who has players who can change the game, and uh, you know. In terms of character, in terms of dragging other people around, and you know, we've seen fantastic seasons from from the Rockies. That's mm-hmm. another thing; it's been important for us. They delivered, and uh, they did it in a way that uh, they helped the team in moments. In the, for example, when we lost bodies, we lost players like Romain who went to to Madagascar, and sure. we lost, you know, players internationally. The, the youngsters always stepped up and uh, they always deliver uh, for us and they always give us a big push. Uh, I just remember the stretch where we were seven in a row. Asani was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he filled in right back, left back, midfielder. Yeah. Where whenever you put it, he <laughs> was delivering. So yeah. Yeah. Chase came in. The team is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, I can I can name. Name many, many players who stepped in the pitch, and uh, you know, lately uh, a guy like Lawrence stepped in. Yeah, and Lawrence Olum is, has been great. Uh, we won games with them. Is and that's the um, the quality of a team. That is not 11, is not 13, 14 on the day. it's mm-hmm. is the full team. I've seen everybody really focus on uh, on the job, and uh, when we needed it the most, you know, we went. For example, I can. I can name many, many, many players who stepped in uh, at Montreal. Yeah. That's another massive three points.
0: Yeah. That was one that came up uh, I was talking to some other guys because that was one of the ones that I felt, you know, that was following up on uh, the win over San Jose at home, which felt like a very professional win. Like, I loved that. It wasn't just hanging on 2-1, went and got that third goal and really put it away. Then going on the road to Montreal, you had to rotate, and it was like... Okay, well, you know, it's it's a game on the road and then to get a result out of that I that was one of those moments that I felt I was like, wow, this is not just a good 11. This is death to this team Yeah,
3: yeah, no, definitely the death 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 has been there from day one um, And I guess thankful to the to the to the people who work at the club and who got the players in or You know, everybody's is involved in a in a in a great project and achievement. So it's uh, it's great but uh, Everything worked out and now we are a few games away from, uh, from a dream and why not keep dreaming, you know. We, I came here with a few dreams myself and uh, that's what I try to do every day and try to you know share it with my teammates and uh, we shared the dream to get to the final of the cup and we did. Uh, we wanted to win it. It didn't happen. We were very close. Mm-hmm. Now it's uh, playoffs next challenge is winning the playoffs. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, people keep writing us off. But right. This is the beautiful, beautiful game. You you just come back, you react, as I said, mm-hmm. you have great character and uh, you show everyone that nothing is impossible.
0: Yeah. So looking at this matchup against um, Seattle, uh, just briefly, do you feel like, um, would you rather know the seating going in right now or do you kind of like going into this last game with like the pressure on the line to have to go out there and win?
3: Uh yeah, you you always would like to know before, but it's 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 difficult, you know. It's uh, we know it's gonna be a few few very interesting games uh, for the six and seven players yeah. of the of the playoffs. So you got four teams fighting about, but gladly we we are in the playoffs right. already. We are not of those teams. <laughs> right. So right we can focus on finishing in the top four, which is another big, big challenge, and uh, possibly nobody would uh, would have said at the beginning that we, we would finish top four. We yeah. are right, right now we are second, and tomorrow is a great challenge, a great game, and you got a team who wants to leapfrog you, so it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a challenge there for us, but we've been excellent as well on the road. Why not finishing with a, with a top, top win? Mm-hmm. and prepare for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So is it going to be hard at all? You feel like all the every team in MLS is in action at the same time. You're going to be out there and results are going to be happening and everybody's going to be paying attention to that. But you're going to be out on the field focused on your game. Is it going to be like, are you going to get off the field and you're just going to have to check everything and find out where everybody is?
3: Yeah, yeah. I guess the bench will know already as soon as we step out. But <laughs> the focus is uh, 100% on the game. And, uh, you know, we are in a situation where we play for the second spot. So yeah. It's down to us. It's in our hands, right. and uh, it's down to us to deliver tomorrow. Big game, great opponents, great stadium, great fans. I heard it's a it's very loud stadium, so it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be good, and we need to make it good. You know, we can't let ourselves uh, uh, go with another chance of um, getting a, a, an important three points, and uh, three points are gonna change. Uh, Change massively the you know the results of the playoffs because if you if you play two free games in, at home we know that our home is being a fortress and it's it's right. it's, it's massive for us so it's there it's a, it's a big present at the end of this game is there we need to we need to take it and we need to you know deliver a performance like we always done in big games so mm-hmm. we can't let ourselves down
0: yeah awesome well Vito thanks a lot thank you.